is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is up, everyone? We're back at it again for yet another episode. And Bambi's still here. He's <laughs> still here, despite more technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully we got all the technical mumbo jumbo out of the way prior to recording not gonna uh, that was a handful <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it was so much fun editing the very first episode with us with some of the technical difficulties and some i'm glad for my sanity we got it out of the way before recording <laughs> exactly yeah so much less editing so much <laughs> uh so today we have three stories and then a question at the end and I'm actually also going to, at the end of this, after we're done recording, I'm going to actually throw it up on my Instagram story. Because I, I mean, well, that's hit or miss. You throw things up on Instagram and it's like a 50-50 chance on whether or not people actually react to it or if they just look at it and then move on. I definitely get days where I have better engagement than others. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all over the place. Um, Even now, I mean, I got like... There's this whole thing going on about don't use Pokey or Pokemon in your Instagram name because Instagram might shut you down kind of thing. Nintendo went after some people pretty hard. Yeah. Um, I know somebody who, and again, like this is hard to judge personally because they've uploaded pictures, but it's like cropped pictures. Mm-hmm. So you see like basic info, but you don't see all the info regarding hey this is why we shut down your account or this is why we disabled your account for blah 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 reasons um and from what i can tell the majority of time it's just oh because you disobeyed our guidelines Mm -hmm. which is pretty like that's a blanket explanation yeah was it a a copyright term was it inappropriate content was it well and that's the thing like when you look at their guidelines it's anything from inappropriate misconduct to content that you post to harassment to anything else like there's such a wide umbrella and mm-hmm. so for you to just use that word as oh you disobeyed our guidelines well can you care to break it down a little bit you know what part of the guideline did i disobey and <laughs> more explanation I, needed yeah you can't just say oh you disobeyed our guidelines and then call it that because you know, let's say you want to try and save your account like any logical person. You've got 6,000 different options that you have to pick from to try and figure out, okay, well, did I do this? No, obviously I didn't post nudity or whatever. Was it this or that? Was I calling someone racial slurs or whatever? No, I didn't do that. And you just work down your list. <laughs> and, and it's like, who would have known that? Oh, it's because my name had Pokey or Pokemon in it. I think it's mm-hmm. more so Pokemon. Is that they're going after? I don't think so much pokey. But, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if Mike gets went after a creator who used to be named Pokey Princess, but... I heard that one, yeah. 
a lot of it I think had to do with what kind of content she did uh-huh. and it was the association of so they went with the copyright strike because it was the easiest yeah uh, her content wasn't necessarily kind of in line with what Nintendo was looking for representation <laughs> she ended up having to change her name and she still does the same you know content just differently which is good for her she didn't lose her platform or whatever but I did see that article come out I was like oh yeah, I saw that in a, a YouTube video or something goof like that. Something mm-hmm. regarding Pokey Princess. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens in the next days, weeks, and months. Um, I mean, it, it's silly in a sense. Yeah. You, you would think that they would go after much more, more important things, but uh, here we are, right? Yeah. But going from Pokemon and Nintendo being weird idiots, <laughs> about someone who caused a happy little accident and secured themselves a nice Galarian bird uh, <laughs> with a Pokeball of all things. I mean, I feel like we should clarify happy little accident from, you know, like the Bob Ross stand up point of view, <laughs> not the creepy corner massage parlor. Hussein. <laughs> I did not pick the title of that article very well in my opinion. Right, yeah. I mean I read it and I said, oh no. <laughs> well, I mean the the episode that technically just aired what an hour and a half ago was talking about some misconducts and everything else with Rammstein. I mean, can't put it past me to Sent you an article about happy little accidents. <laughs> it was just the way they phrased that that title. I was like, mm, they should rethought that. It's a it's a little clickbaitish. I mean, yeah. good on them. I mean, you read happy little accidents like, oh, 50 50 chance of it being Bob Ross or somebody getting and out a wiggly tester on their car. I mean, I've seen enough. Okay, content. What's that? There's, what's that funny one? Um, uh, there's so many memes about it. Oh gosh. Is it Bunnell? Well, there's Bunnery and then there's Lopany. I think it's the second one. Lopany. Yeah. yeah. Actually, our kids named our chocolate brown bunny Lopany. <laughs> 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 But it's a boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we we found out it is a boy. And we we found out very early. Uh thanks thankfully we didn't have a second rabbit with him, but uh I feel really bad for his bed. That thing oh. yeah. Seen better days. Oh that thing is being used aggressively. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the best way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that thing is praying for uh well I, I think it's praying that it gets thrown out sometime soon but <laughs> i don't know well, let's and get it, back to birds <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually yeah speaking of which actually my daughter wanted a bird too at one point hmm. that was uh <laughs> glad we nipped that one in the butt mm-hmm. having a rabbit is bad enough i do not want a bird <laughs> Although, I mean, again, you know, if Pokemon were real, 
I, I wouldn't mind one of the legendary birds. That'd be kind of cool. Where would you keep it? I'd find a way. I'd find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it fits pretty nicely in a Pokeball. You're, yeah, the time being, but you got to let them out and let them fly. I mean, you could avoid all the summertime traffic that way to get to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I would love that. <laughs> but, um, so, of course, with this uh, play on words of the happy little accident, we go into more detail about the good old Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which such a stupid name. I mean, it's, it's right up there with Jumbo Shrimp, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at the name, Pokemon Go Plus. Okay, sounds fine. But why do you have to put a actual plus sign after it, like plus plus? Because we're waiting for the release of plus minus. <laughs> if they do that, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put my money in that pool right now. Plus oh minus. Oh, God. Yeah, 2024. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Stranger Things, both from Pokemon and everything else. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. I they made Black and White, and then they made Black and White 2, and apparently they're trying to do a remake of Black and White, which, wouldn't that be just Black and White 2? Well, it's Pokemon Black and White, Pokemon Black 2, and White. Now it'll be, like, Pokemon Black and White, the Grey series. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> You laugh because you know it's true. Like that's the that's yeah. It's good. <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Pokemon Chrome and all oh. those things. Yeah. That's you know that's gonna happen. That's oh, sad. It is. Damn it, Pokemon. <laughs> Game Freak. But um. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. <laughs> so, with this stupid Pokemon Go Plus Plus device, because, you know, we don't have enough devices in our pocket already, let's throw another one in there. Uh, sure, enough, sure enough, we're going to be walking around with cargo pants, because, I mean, we ain't going to have the pocket room for all these devices. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, you can auto-catch with these things. And a Pokemon Go player recalls a, now he calls it a stupid mistake, auto-catching a legendary bird. Um, he posted on Reddit that he got an insane catch on the Pokemon Go, uh, walking in a park with their Pokemon Go Plus Plus device after using the daily incense. Uh, they spotted a Galarian Zapdos and caught it with a Pokeball. Certified uh, badass. I want to say that his heart sank as I watched the colors on the ball flash. <laughs> he goes, in, in my dumb luck, I caught it, but I felt so bad for this stupid mistake, which, I mean, what's the alternative? You use a Master Ball? I'd rather use a freaking Pokeball. Uh, if you can catch it with a Pokeball, hey, go for it. Yeah, I mean, you better be signing up for the next lottery because you just caught a freaking legendary with a Pokeball. <laughs> without even trying. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not like he was just standing there whipping Pokeball after Pokeball. It just happened. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you are incredibly lucky. Uh, I mean, one trainer goes, uh, you know, I would have loved if my auto catcher doesn't work for all the glaring birds as I'm saving my, my master ball for something epic, which, I mean, what the heck could be epic other than a glaring legendary? Uh, now, mind you, other people have caught these glaring birds the same way. Someone says that they caught a level 29 Moltres the same way, a uh, glaring Moltres. They couldn't believe, and, you know, what are the odds? Uh, a third player even said. So, I mean, it's not, obviously, it's not. I feel on- like it's a glitch in the system that they are going to patch pretty soon now that people are talking about it. Oh, without a doubt, they are going to patch the living crap out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No free legendaries for you. No, no, they're gonna make you like they're gonna make you work for that damn thing or sacrifice your master ball. Mm. I mean, I I think that's gonna be the way. Like, it's gonna be incredibly impossible to get them with ultra balls and everything. It's gonna be you either use your master ball or have fun looking at that thing while it flies away. Sorry, I'm multitasking all my cards, but I feel like. <laughs> Patch should almost, I don't know, unpopular opinion, but my personal opinion, I, I would prefer they not spawn unless I had a Master Ball in the inventory, just because yep. think about it, you're like, you're out, you're looking for stuff, and one pops up and you look and you don't have any, and you're like, well, this is a giant tease and I hate my <laughs> life, Yeah. you know, but like, but then again, it's also kind of like the whole gatekeeping thing, because maybe there is a way that they patch it and there's a way to get it with a Pokeball or an Ultra Ball. And um, that would be cool, especially for, you know, the younger players and whatnot. But me personally, oh. yeah, if there's a lock feature, like, please don't show me this stuff I won't be able to catch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, especially for the younger fans, I mean... It would be heartbreaking for a young kid to see a Galarian legendary and it's like, oh, well, all I have are Pokeballs and like a handful of great balls and I can't catch it. There's no mm-hmm. way in heck. Meanwhile, here's some guy who just spent his rent money on a handful of Master Balls mm-hmm. and, you know, he's just going to catch them all day without even thinking about it. Um, so, I mean, it is a bit of a disadvantage for the younger gen yeah um and a bit of an unfair advantage for the older gen who have that kind of adult fu money <laughs> um whether they because think they, they do, do or not fictional creatures my gosh yeah i mean <laughs> I, my wife actually asked me about uh i think i mentioned to you about the gems from the the store that i i mm-hmm. kind of sponsored with she goes she goes, I, I looked at the bank account. She goes, I haven't noticed $30 missing from the account for the last couple of days. <laughs> and I said, oh, I said, because I, I stopped buying the, the NFT to give me extra gems for now. And she stops and she goes, well, what do you mean for now? I said, well, you know, give it a week. Yeah, I said, you know, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm, I've got a pretty decent lead against the other players. Mm-hmm. I said, so right now, I'm going to shoe in for a booster box right off the bat for free. Right. I said, but, you know, if things, if they start to pick up, then I'll pick up as well and, and start c- competing. 
But then I found out from the owner that, like many other places, you know, the impending recession is hitting hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stores are feeling the hit. Some stores, actually, I was speaking to a co or to a co co-worker who said that his local store has stopped selling Magic the Gathering completely. Yeah. Because it's just not. It's getting to the point where he's sitting on stock and the store three blocks down the road is selling it at dang near a loss because he's got a ton of stock and nobody wants to buy it because it's far too expensive. Yeah. Um, so he basically turned around, the owner of the store went down to the other store and said, here, would you like to buy my stock? And I'll sign a five-year agreement that states that I won't sell any, uh, any cards of that of Magic the Gathering so it's, it's hard to see stores do that yeah um, and it, we're starting to see it too in Pokemon as well I mean Pokemon Co is con- it seems like one set comes out and before we can even rip a pack it's like okay we just released this set here's another one and yep. you know, here's previews for another one. Oh, and by the way here's six other sets releasing in Japan this year that are soon uh, soon going to come to North America so be ready for that too mm-hmm. like we had 151 huge big hoopla cards are great yeah. then you know, everyone's like well I'm waiting on Obsidian and then this oh. news that you know the ruler of the dark flames was announced and they're coming out at the same time it's like wait 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 yeah it's exactly that I mean and it puts you news spot you know i hate that feeling yeah i mean i've got so many sets on the go because i i start collecting sets that i like and then next thing you know it's like oh here here's a booster box of this here's a booster box of that or here's a three pack of this or a three pack of that or etb and then all of a sudden next thing you know i've got another binder starting of another collection and you know i've by the end of the day i look at my bookshelf and i've got like 16 different sets going and there's no way in hell i'm going to complete all those sets so it's like okay well what do i do do i turn around and take the bulk and use it for simply that and sell the full arts and use that to fund this set or that set or do i just sit there and and hold off for months or maybe even a year pray to God that the price doesn't skyrocket on these cards and then try and complete the set later. Mm. Um, I mean, look at Team Up. Team Up yeah. was dirt, okay. dirt cheap forever. Yeah. Now it's... Yeah, yeah it, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's like the hype for Evolutions back in the day. Like, Evolutions was, was huge when it first came out and then it dropped off the face of the earth. And then now it's like, at one point it was like, oh, you can buy a booster pack for $40 Canadian kind of mm-hmm. thing. And now it's like people are having a hard time giving them away, it seems. Yeah. So it's like. Paldea was hyped up really big and uh, like a lot of the, the streamers are still doing Paldea stuff and now they're just not moving. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like. The second that they advertised 151, it seems like Evolutions dropped off the face of the earth. 
nobody cares about evolutions. No one wants to open up an evolutions pack because who cares? 151 is coming and it's basically a, a glorified version of evolutions right. in a sense. Um, not to mention the classic set that's coming out, apparently. I mean, that is basically base set all over again. Yeah, yeah. With like a few moderate um, modifications, but it's essentially a base set. A collector's version of base set is essentially, well, I mean, even base set is collector. Yeah. But yeah. this is more of a more expensive collector's edition. I mean, the game board looks cool. I wouldn't mind the game board itself, but I know my local card shop's going to be like, so we got 151, we got the classic set. Can we just charge your credit card? You know, <laughs> you know? it's like, no, <laughs> I don't. I mean, even for Father's Day, my kids specifically knew what set I I, I collected. I was collecting the Scarlet and Violet base set. And I, I turned and I said, here's $100. Go to the, court, to the card store, either in person or do a video call with them. Pick out $100 worth of merchandise, and that'll be a, a nice Father's Day gift kind mm-hmm. of thing. And sure enough, like, the bag gets dropped off the house, and I open it up, and it's all Pau Day evolved. Not a <gasps> single Scarlet Invite. It's all Pau Day. I'm like, well, I guess I'm collecting Pau Day evolved now. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I wasn't even wanting to collect this set. Now, now I've got like three boosts or three ETBs and a, a three pack blister. I guess I'm doing this one now. Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, they tried. <laughs> they they it was tried. You know. I mean, I should have been more specific when I said Scarlet and Violet because I guess Paldea Evolved is technically Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. So I, I should have just said Scarlet and Violet base set, <laughs> not anything under Paldi- or under Scarlet and Violet's umbrella. umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, moving on with this Pokemon Go Plus Plus uh, disaster, turns out that uh, just like everything else in life, when you rush to throw out a item. Or even a game in regards to Scarlet and Violet, things sometimes have glitches or gremlins, or they just don't work. Uh, I mean, we saw it with Scarlet and Violet where characters looked like they were having strokes, mm-hmm. uh, um, body parts seemed to do whatever the heck they wanted to do, Pokemon just magically disappeared through stone walls, which they actually still do. Uh, that really pissed me off trying to catch a shiny Dratini that somehow morphed itself into the side of a cliff. And oh. yeah, all I could see was the tail, and apparently you can't throw the Pokeball at its freaking tail. That was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That really, really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so apparently the Pokemon Go Plus Plus was officially released on the 14th of July. Uh, some users got their hands on the device a little earlier. Uh, most of them are still indecisive regarding its utility. Others seem to be happy with it, but with every launch, of course, there are bound to be errors. Um, some players have claimed that the device lights up by itself for no apparent reason. 
Oh, so it was made by the same people who designed Furbies. Yeah, yeah. If your Pokemon Go Plus Plus starts talking to you in a furry demonic voice, uh, uh, nothing will destroy that. Not even fire. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. My my kids watch YouTube videos on old '90s and 2000 stuff, and every time Furby pops up, it it sends a shiver down my spine. That's yeah, actual PTSD from those toys. Yeah, those things. Uh, oh. A whole other world of demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Um, others have said that the device shines like a disco ball every time they want. Every time they went near a Pokestop or a Pokemon spawned in the vicinity. Now, define disco ball. Because if it, if it's flashing, that could be handy if it's indicating, hey, you're near such and such. Right. But if it's going off like a early two thousands rave, I could see <laughs> that's a little annoying. <laughs> you know. I just don't know how it would do that because I've I've looked at the device and it looks like where you know the internal lights are. It's just on like the centering line inside, like you know, like the middle of a of a Pokeball, and then around the center. I think I'm not sure, but yeah. I don't think has the capability to light up. Yeah, I didn't think the whole freaking thing lit up. I thought it was just literally a, a center light display. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Uh, I haven't actually found anyone near me that actually has one, so I can't even test that out in person to see exactly what the heck that means. But then Unless again, the money for it just dropped in your lap, and then you were in, you know, whatever store you're in, and you see one, would you buy one and use it? Oh hell no. No. No, I I could win the lottery tomorrow. Walk into any store and see an entire shelf full of these things and go. That looks like a really nice paperweight. And just keep on walking. <laughs> it look like a paperweight. <laughs> I mean, that is, when I see these things, that's what I see. I mean, that's just another thing that's going to sit in my pocket and take up another pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like we mentioned in the last podcast, I used to play Pokemon Go religiously. Uh, Pokemon Go was my life at one point, um, and then I grew up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, apparently my daughter occasionally still plays Pokemon Go, but I think it's more or less she's trying to find Pokemon around the house. Oh. She doesn't care to adventure outside of the four walls that we call our house. <laughs> she just wants to try to find. I mean, I. So I told her my very first Pokemon that I ever found was a squirrel, and it was on our couch back when we lived in an apartment. So now apparently my daughter has that fixated in her head that, oh, I'm going to go find one of the starters in my playroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you realize that they just spawn wherever, right? Like it, Yeah, it could spawn theoretically two inches in front of you, but it could also spawn across the street or down the street, like, you know. They just spawn randomly. But, yeah, she's... Occasionally, she would walk around the house with, with one of my old phones searching for a freaking starter Pokemon somewhere in the house. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't quite work that way, right? Like, But, okay, you know, keeps you quiet, so screw it. 
It keeps you entertained. <laughs> um, and then, interesting enough, turning on the silent mode was not enough to solve any of these problems. And Pokemon Go++ users have now started to complain. Oh, actually, there's a video. Ooh, there's actually a video that someone posted on, oh, freaking Twitter. God damn it. Uh, it says, uh, this thing is literally so cringe. Took it with me for dinner. And it's like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Being up like a freaking disco at every stop and spawn. I had it in my pocket and it was still lighting up. It's a good thing I love cringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta see that video later. That's interesting. I'm still um, refusing Twitter, so it's all it's all you. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I don't want to go on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just find it on YouTube or something? I really don't want to go to Twitter. If you happen to see the video and feel like screen recording it for us, you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. That's right. Some just let us use their Twitter accounts. Yeah. Although, apparently I heard that Twitter is actually changing and they're getting rid of the stupid bird and putting an X instead. What is that going to do? Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, let's face it, X certainly does not mark the spot with Twitter. (laughs) That is not a hidden gold mine. Uh, also, it seems notifications and vibration alerts for Pokemon spawns and nearby Pokestops cannot be silenced either. Um, like that. Yeah, you gotta love that one, eh? Uh, and of course, Pokemon, well, then they, they turn around and say, well, of course, Pokemon Go players can just simply turn off notifications entirely. So then what the hell's the point of this thing in your pocket? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, it does Pokeball in my pocket. Don't worry, it does nothing because I shut off all the notifications. I don't know how many glaring Moltreses I just passed, but meh, who cares? It was counting. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I was actually, I was going to say finally, but we're on our second last kind of thing for today. We just got some interesting stuff regarding the Pokemon Horizons English dub. That's, oh, that's why. Okay, there we go. I was going to say, why the hell do I see two of you now? Because I accidentally clicked on the article, and now it thinks I'm leaving the chat. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, not another glitch on my side this time. <laughs> I was doing so well. Usually you're the disappointment. <laughs> no. 
Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and enjoy my new spot over here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking into that, and it's actually kind of sad. I used to be avid uh, Comic Con attendee, so never, That's never. And I guess um, like four days ago at one of the panels, all this new stuff. Well, I shouldn't say all of this. Like it's a, an abundance of information. It's it's yeah. a one liner. Yeah. Um, they they ended up announcing, you know, that they're doing the the Horizon series and there's an English dub and we're kissing, you know, the others that goodbye come September. Yeah. Um, and then they released a, a 10 minute trailer tease, which. I watched it. I, I think it'll be it'll be cute. It's very relatable. Very um, the the main character you follow in it, Liko. Mm-hmm. She's horribly shy. has a has a problem talking to people, and of yeah. course going to <laughs> Viridian City into a school with all these students. And um, it's fun to watch her get over that. So I'm excited. It's it's kind of funny because like originally everyone speculated that. Liko was the daughter of Ash Ketchum mm-hmm. because of similarities. You know, she's got the the pin in her hair that is the same emblem on Ash's hats and stuff like that. Or well, most of his hats. Um, usually Canto and I think the third or fourth last hat he had the same emblem. Other than that, mm-hmm. it's more like a glorified Pokeball. And so everyone was speculating, oh, it's got to be Ash and Serena's daughter, I think it was, or I think Serena. And then we find out, no, it's not Ash's daughter. You actually get to meet her parents. So we were watching the 10-minute segment that they just recently posted to YouTube. And my daughter, who has not heard really, really any information regarding... The backstory of all this, um, how she's not actually Ash's daughter. She was watching the video with me and she goes, oh, she's in Kanto. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was quiet. Watch it. You know, and she goes, Ash is from Kanto. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, so was many, many other people. Yeah, so. And then she goes, oh, she goes, I'm, I'm joining the, like, Liko says, oh, I'm, I'm joining the, the Kanto Indigo school because my parents went here. Mm-hmm. They set it up to make you think, oh, it could have yeah. been at. But there right. was a couple problems with it. She, well, like, it rigged me with for it was she's from the Paldea region. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, that's, that's another thing that kind of gave it away. Even if you don't know that she is not, in fact, Ash's daughter, Ash is not from, I mean, well, I mean. Just because Ash is from Kanto doesn't mean he didn't have a kid in Paldea. You could be Cuban, but be born in the U.S. or whatever. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter where your parents are from, necessarily. It's wherever you were born. But when she says, oh, my parents attended this school. Even if you didn't know that Ash is not her father or Serena is not her mother, it would make sense on how Ash would sort of be her father because he was from Kanto, but Sharina wasn't. She was from Hoenn, I think. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to get so much slack from people. (laughs) (laughs) You call yourself a Pokemon fan? You don't even know where these people are from. I mean, you know how many freaking seasons there are and how many episodes there are? Give me a break. (laughs) Like, yeah, like... 300 episodes a season for crying out loud especially like the first couple seasons 
seemed I mean, there was a new episode almost daily for crying out loud. And it went on for darn near a year before they had season two. Um Ooh, yeah. Nope. We were both wrong for Serena. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you cheated. You looked it up. I did. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, wait a minute. The power of Google, ladies and gents. <laughs> I mean, I could have opened up Google, but then I would see two of you, and I, I don't want to see two of you. <laughs> I know. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, there's a big picture of you, and then a little tiny <laughs> one just pops out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, so as far as dub cast members go, we have Crispin Freeman. Who's playing Freddy? That's a really weird way of spelling Freddy. Um, and then we have, oh, I'm going to butcher this name, Iku Otani? Probably. Uh, and that's playing Captain Pikachu. When we listen to the trailer, you meet Roy. And Roy sounds exactly like the voice pitch of Ash Ketchum, who is voiced by uh, Sarah Nastacheni. At first, I thought, Interesting. Someone sounds almost identical to Ash and her. But then she posted a cryptic message on Instagram and actually even on Twitter. I saw a post on that um, saying that she's so thrilled to be continuing on with the series. So put two and two together, you have a character who sounds identical to the pitch and sound of Ash Ketchum, voiced by Sarah Nassacheni. And she's joining the cast once again. I'm willing to bet that she is playing Roy. Which would be, if that is 100% true, I mean, I'm 99.99% positive it is. Then that's freaking awesome because I love her as a voice actress. She's a amazing actress. Bring a lot of the, you know, the older viewers that have been so attached to her being a part of that series. Yeah, I mean, she started in season four, mm-hmm. and we're on what, like season eighteen or something like that. A zillion. Yeah, I mean, it never freaking ends. Um, <laughs> so I mean, to have her continue on when she when she has such an emotional goodbye with Ash means so much i mean at the same time it's like you almost sit there and go was it really worth the tears (laughs) (laughs) you know you're you're crying because your days of being ash are over but you're literally think about you're taking the script of ash putting it aside and taking a new script that says roy on it you know you're you're still employed under nintendo and pokemon co Still earning that juicy, juicy paycheck. You're just not Ash. I mean, I, I get it. She's played Ash for so many years. And she took over for probably the most iconic voice actress um, who had originally played Ash, who was Veronica Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, it is so weird. There must be like a... Something built into their contract... Because Veronica Taylor can walk around and do the voice of Ash whenever the heck she wants, however she wants, and nobody bats an eyelash. But apparently, Sarah Nassacheni is 
like forbidden from doing it really absolutely forbidden um to the point where like even if you hire her on things like cameo she's Uh forbidden from from speaking like ash ketchum um in fact the only time i've ever heard her speak like ash was twice uh no three times once was a youtube video from pokemon showing behind the scenes on how they dub english and then the second and third time was a Q&A with GalaxyCon hosted by Real Breaking Nate. And it was the cast of Pokemon. Oh. Um, so you had Veronica Taylor uh, in the one with uh, Eric Stewart, who played Brock. And... Oh, God, I can't f- remember her name, who played Misty. Um. But yeah, you had all you had those three, and then you had Sarah Nasucheni in the second one with the person who plays Leon and a couple others. But that was the only time she was allowed to say something as Ash, and it was literally one one-liner. That was it. Yeah. And same thing with with um with the guy that plays Leon. He was allowed like one one single one liner, and that's it. So it's it must be something in their contract where they're they're forbidden from speaking like those Pokemon characters for X amount of years, or maybe it's just a simply a different contract than what Veronica Taylor signed back in the day. Right. But it's it's kind of interesting how like Veronica Taylor can walk through a con, and from the second she walks in the front door. To the time that walks through the back door, she's Ash. She can have full-on conversations as Ash Ketchum. Whereas Sarah Nastachenny, unless she's doing it for publicity for Pokemon Co., she ain't saying a single word as Ash. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sucks. I mean, a lot of the younger gen grew up with Sarah Nastachenny as Ash. They don't really know who Veronica Taylor is. Us right. older gen know who Veronica Taylor is. So it's kind of nice to be able to at least have someone be able to walk around cons and and speak like our childhood but i mean at the same time it kind of sucks that the newer gen doesn't get that luxury at least yet hopefully right uh but we never know (laughs) and finally this might be a hot topic (laughs) so i scoured our slash pokemon questions i found a really interesting one that i'm sure we're not going to be on the same boat whatsoever but uh this guy goes on to say so recently i got enough money to buy a pokemon game (laughs) exciting right uh but there's just one problem i don't know which one to buy uh i like all the games but i can only get one so what do you think i should buy uh basically the options were arceus diamond and pearl sword and shield let's go pikachu or eevee or scarlet and violet Uh, i'll let you go first um which one do you think this guy should have got. I, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with Arceus. He, you know, one of my favorite Pokemons. I anytime I come across Arceus cards, whether I have it or not, I'm like, yep, Dibs, mine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and the story behind it's really cool. The gameplay was fun. Um, I, I might be in line with him with saying Arceus, or um, actually, I really enjoyed Platinum personally. 
And that, anytime I say that, people eye roll me. (laughs) 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 But I mean, I don't know. I I enjoyed it. And it was, it was, you know, a good happy time back then. That was like, what, circa 2011, 2013-ish, somewhere in there? I think so. Somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. I would not do Diamond and Pearl, personally. That would not be making my my top five list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do Diamond and Pearl either. Um, the original? Yeah, I would do the original, but not the remake. The remake was weird. I had a tough one. I chose, I mean, it doesn't really matter between which one, but either Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. I guess maybe more so Eevee because you can evolve your Eevee into whatever you want. Well, not whatever you want. You've got three options. Uh, Vaporeon, Jolteon, or Flareon because it revolves around Kanto. I mean, I grew up with red, blue, and yellow. So Mm -hmm. Kanto has a, a fond memory in my heart. So it's really, really amazing to have a a better than 2D pixelated version <laughs> of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Well, Red and Blue more so. However, the hill I'm going to die on for this is I absolutely, without a doubt, hate the catch mechanism. I can't stand it. I can't stand... I mean, I, I like the fact that you can see the Pokemon in the wild and that you can run up up run up to them or they freaking chase you which pisses me off uh, <laughs> i get enough of that bull crap in scarlet and violet i don't need it in freaking pikachu and eevee um but i absolutely hate the pokemon go catching mechanism with a passion when i play the game i play it on my tv so i have a single joy con in my hand and unless that pokemon is dead center of my screen it's basically a, a wallpaper for me because I ain't going to freaking catch it. I can't flick my freaking wrist to the left or right enough to properly fling the ball left or right. Apparently, my daughter can. I sure as hell can't. Have her teach you the ways. Oh, yeah, but I got a little more, too much pride for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will teach us how to Pokemon. Yeah. Mind you, apparently my wife, I mean, this is what pisses me off. My wife <laughs> will play the game in handheld mode. So that you don't have to flick your wrist to throw the Pokeball. You just press a button or whatever. Right. But that's freaking cheating. <laughs> you know, like, you don't have, to, I sit there and like my wife will make fun of me so much because I'll sit there and flick my freaking wrist and the Pokeball just soars right over top of the Pokemon. And she's like, you, you know you're not trying out for Major League Baseball, right? You're trying to aim for the damn Pokemon. Meanwhile, like, Pokeball after Pokeball is just soaring. Or last second, it moves to the left, and my Pokeballs are going dead center. And she's like, you realize the Pokemon's over to your left, right? I'm like, I'm aiming to my left, and the Pokeball's going straight. What do you want me to do? Ask it politely to turn? <laughs> Yeah. Can you please curve? <laughs> and then the one time it does curve, the damn Pokemon jumps the other way. Yeah. <laughs> or it hits the Pokeball. It's like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so <laughs> sick and tired of this. <laughs> I mean, so like, I yeah, I would, if I had to pick one, I would go back to Eevee or Pikachu. More so Eevee, just because you have your, your choice. 
Although apparently I haven't tried it yet. Uh, my daughter said that if you change your EV, you kind of break the game in in a sense because you're not necessarily supposed to evolve your EV. Really? Apparently, she says something about the icon stays like the EV or the cry stays like the EV or something goofy like that. She said there's something broken in in the mechanics. I, I'm assuming she saw it on YouTube at one point. Now mm-hmm. they've patched it or not, but apparently from the last time she heard about it was that if you evolved your EV out of its basic form, you broke the mechanic of it, and it was just never quite the same. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to try because I, I I mean quite honestly I don't care. I like EV. But I'd rather, if I had to pick one of those three, I would probably pick the Flareon. But I, I think I have a Firestone. I might try that this weekend or something. <laughs> <laughs> try and break my game. But uh, interesting if that is what's happening. Yeah, I mean, if, if it, if that's the case, and I'll, I'll take a screen record. I want to see how badly I can mess up that game. Get back at the stupid catch mechanism. But, uh, other than that, I mean, what else do you have planned for? I guess. Uh, and this is a weird thing about recording. So technically, we're recording literally a week in advance, mm-hmm. in a sense. It just means we always get to live in the future. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sometimes it's bright in the future. Sometimes it's a little dark. <laughs> but um, what you got planned for this weekend? Anything interesting? Um, hopefully not working the entire weekend again. That would be <laughs> I deal um i got off a over 24 hour situation oh. and uh, yeah came home at like 10 this morning so by the time they're listening to this this is all last week and then um, showered crashed for a few hours and then uh finished watching shark week that's what's going on mm, nice my is watching shark week right now <laughs> i used to watch shark week then they started coming up with those stupid Sharknado movies, and I was like, oh, you ruined it. <laughs> but, okay, question, did you like Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire? Oh, not number three. <laughs> that was because rough. So bad that it's good movies. Oh, God. That's almost uh, as bad as Cocaine Bear. Don't you dare. Cocaine Bear is <laughs> <laughs> My my father-in-law saw Cocaine Bear in theaters, and apparently he walked out halfway through because he just couldn't grasp the concept of what the hell he was watching. It's it's loosely based on a true story too, which is the fascinating part to me. Yeah, that's that's scary. <laughs> they have enhancements, but yeah. You know uh, what? Now watch Cocaine Bear this weekend. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, so apparently this weekend, yeah, I think this weekend, the 29th, uh, without my knowledge, originally, I apparently signed up for a pre-release kit tournament for Obsidian Flame. What? Yeah, yeah. So. (laughs) Are you going to record it? I'll try to, yeah. Yeah, I'll try to. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it's at the, the store that I'm partnered with in Aurelia, uh, about an hour drive from here. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, apparently I'm in the pre-release tournament for that. So that should be interesting. That's going to be another set I'm going to be hooked into buying, apparently. I, I, I've i been watching, you know, the... Oh, and, and for the for the record, Ruler of the Dark Flame, very similar cards to Obsidian Flames. <laughs> so just so everyone's aware. But um, I've been looking at all the card releases because, you know, obviously, A, they release them, and then B... People have, you know, gotten to know people who've gotten to know people who are closer to it. Of course. I'm so excited for this set. <laughs> I could order enough ETVs and booster boxes. Let me tell you, that Charmander is mine. Come heck or high water. <laughs> I don't care what I have to do, like who I have to schmooze, that card is mine. I'm going to oh, pull Charmander at the pre-release tournament. And I, <laughs> I will just... I- I'll send you a I video would, and be like, just ha ha, sucker. <laughs> and and that was when you quit. <laughs> <laughs> I either quit or I offered to do editing for that card. Oh, I don't think you could handle the editing. Hey, I'm a pretty damn editor. I used to do all my own editing for uh, video game streaming, just so that you're aware. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, video game streaming is pretty difficult for editing. I, I can, yeah. I, I had to be family friendly, and I tend to use the F word like a comma. So, yeah. so I, I, I used to do YouTube videos, and the owner of the store that I'm partnered with would do my editing for me. The one day, like I, I sent him like six videos for him to edit. About three hours later, he calls me to, for a video chat. I'm like, yeah, you know, what's up? He goes, you swear like a sailor. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's like, and? and he's like, I got to bleep all of that out, man. I'm like, no, you don't. It's YouTube. You don't have to bleep anything out. He goes, dude, family friendly. I'm like, dude, screw family. <laughs> Everybody, like, leave it in there. Slap warning tag on it. Call it a day. Yeah. I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm like, look at the podcast. I'm like, every second podcast has the E for explicit language for crying out loud. <laughs> 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 well, it's probably start being every episode now. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, who knows? It might unlock some new uh, spot or some new advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just realized that I'm starting to get California advertisements now. So there you go. Ha <laughs> sucker! <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm like, what the hell is this SoCal thing? So I clicked on. It's like, oh, Southern California Institute for something. I'm like. Son of a bitch. She's invading it. <laughs> Your algorithm. Yeah. Like, damn it. <laughs> We've made it. I mean, I used to talk about Ryan Reynolds forever, and then somehow Mint Mobile started to advertise. I'm like, well, there we go. I'm like, now I got Ryan Reynolds' attention. He's he's a good Canadian. Sucks for you guys. You know what? I, I will appreciate you. Thank you, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the, I mean, so that's that's what I got planned for the 29th, apparently. That's, I'm excited for you for that. That sounds so much fun. Yeah, and then apparently on the 12th of August, I've got a a league tournament. So mm-hmm. I have to make sure my deck is finalized for that in order to get uh, league points for Worlds. But yeah, other than that, I mean, basically work, good old work. <laughs> gotta gotta afford these packs somehow. Other than that, that We'll do it for this podcast of the Pokemon Cave. Uh, we will see you again next week 
oddly enough no actually we won't even oh so that's even better we won't actually be recording the day that this podcast comes out kind of like right. recording today while the first one comes out because <laughs> that just screwed up everything as far as like oh you know what's going on but uh yeah so we will be we'll be actually closer to the release date of the next episode when we record my my volume and pitch might be a little elevated the closer we get to that just so that you're aware oh i have to come down my audio (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean we're, we're trying a whole bunch of new things to try and make sure that your internet survives and this and that i know I did. I did actually start going through my old stream equipment, so I'm going to be editing my general setup here. And cool. Um, it'll be different. It'll it'll look a lot different, I think. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I've I've gone through a little bit. I mean, that's the thing. I I like. I want to use things like soundboards and mixers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but that's like way above my expertise. So I just stick to like a standard USB mic. It's like a pop mm-hmm. filter and it works. I mean, don't don't mess with something unless it doesn't work, right? Yeah, true. <laughs> and on that note, we say have a good night and we will see you again next week for another brand new episode. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.